0: A game at dinner where we talk about anything and everything Morrowind related. I am Lee Parra, your host, and this is my friend Rhett Weisenfels. Hello. So, um, I don't really know what we should kick it off with. I think,
1: uh, well, I think for for starters, uh, let everyone know that, um, that uh, this is your first podcast that you're doing. Yeah. And, uh, (laughs) We, uh, Lee joined us before over on our podcast network's other, um, podcast called Duel of Taints, and he joined us for one episode of that, and that was pretty awesome. That was like one of our best episodes, actually. It was really fun, and, yeah. I had a good time, too. And so we just got to talking, and, uh, Lee and myself always talk about Morrowind, and we started talking one day, like, why don't we just do a podcast about Morrowind? Why don't we, Lee?
0: Well, I don't know. I I personally love this game. It affected me like no other RPG has ever affected me before. Um I've played uh, a lot of game, like RPGs in my time ranging from Baldur's Gate to um Diablo 2 to Icewind Dale to um uh shit, I can't think of the <laughs> I can't think of the game. <laughs> um oh, uh Neverwinter Nights and uh, Knights oh, of the yeah. Old Republic, a lot of um, old school RPGs, but nothing has really done what Morrowind has done. Even the later games, which I think are are still good, but Morrowind just—it's so detailed and the lore yeah. is so in depth and expansive. It's almost like you don't you don't really play Morrowind, you you read it, kind of like how Planescape Torment is in that sense.
1: Right? Oh man, that game is amazing. Yes, it but, is. But uh, we'll save that for our Planescape Torment podcast. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I think before we kick it off, let's just kind of talk about, for a person who doesn't know what Morrowind is, you know, they play video games, sure. Yeah. But they're like, well, what is Morrowind? Should I play Morrowind? I mean, the first question I would probably say is like, well, have you heard of Skyrim? Would you Have you heard of Oblivion? Everyone who's played those games knows that Morrowind exists, I think. Yeah. I hope. I mean I, I would think so. <laughs> but it's kinda weird, like, how Skyrim is so ensnared in like the public eye. But a lot of people I feel like I could play Skyrim and everyone's like, Oh Rhett, you're cool, like you're a popular guy, but I could play Morrowind and they're like, Nerd <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, I do mean, you ever get that vibe?
0: Yeah, I do. It Morrowind is a it's a pen and paper dice roll game essentially it's 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 really just dungeons and dragons in a 3d interface um which i well, think you, is you know i
1: actually i actually heard that um morrowind was like where well maybe not morrowind exactly but it, it you know this like tamriel uh, world was where the guys at bethesda played their dungeons and dragons campaigns like where they set it and yeah, uh, so i it, think it was, it was like a natural step for them to start making games using their dice systems yeah and even uh <laughs> fucking ridiculous
0: even uh daggerfall like the earlier games which I, I myself um haven't played daggerfall but i need to um also have like a dice roll mechanics they're very uh dun- dungeons and dragons oriented um which means like there's a lot of decisions uh, you can make about a quest that doesn't just go one path, you know? There's a, a yeah. quest usually will fork off and they'll give you a lot of decisions and yeah. uh you start off really weak. Your character is going to be really shitty and you're going to have to think and be very clever in order to get through uh, a lot of the main quests early on. And You're going to have to have a lot of patience, too, because you're just going to be dying a lot. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it uh, it really is. I think that's one of the things that sets it apart from the other games too. It's like anybody who's played Skyrim knows that You can mob around the countryside and just fucking wreck shit. Yeah, um, yeah.
0: In the, yeah, Skyrim not so is such uh... Hold on, wh- what were you what? gonna
1: say? I was just gonna say like, not so much in Morrowind. Like, you know, I don't know about you, but when I play and my character's roaming around the countryside, I'm actually pretty cautious, and I am pretty scared sometimes. Um, Your character can be fucking killed by goddamn rats right at the beginning.
0: Yeah, a diseased rat or a blighted rat can uh, pretty much kill you immediately at level one. And that's... Honestly, though, it's these things. It sounds really simple and kind of like, oh, well, why would you want that? You know, Why would you want to die at level one? And they seem like simple... I, well, well, I guess what I'm trying to say is they seem like something that's really not that big of a deal. I mean, why would that make yeah. Morrowind? In, in my opinion, I think it's the superior game out of the, the three that have come out. At least these three, four, and uh, and five. It's superior because of that. Because it's so hard, it gives you a good grounding... Um, Well, not grounding, but it gives you a good sense of progression. You know, your character... Can't just go into any tomb and dominate anything, you know. You have to, like I said, be clever about it. Whereas Skyrim and Oblivion will just kind of—they'll hold your hand. They'll tell you where to go. Yeah. There's level scaling. You know, you won't—you won't get that glass armor or Daedric armor until late game. You know. You know, because it's just—they want you to have. They want the progression to be very controlled. They want to herd you along and show you kind of this like theme park of a world. Whereas Morrowind is more. It's it doesn't feel like a theme park. It feels like they really put a lot of time and effort into it into making it seem like very immersive and real. Even though the NPCs don't very do they don't do very much, you know. They just kind of yeah, stand of stuff, around.
1: Yeah, a lot of this stuff feels like pretty heavily scripted in that sense, like but they do it so well. You know? Yeah, and there's there's still things happening in that game that I haven't seen before. So Um Hey, can you hang on real quick? Yeah. Alright. Sorry. We'll edit that out. No. But um,
0: something uh, else I want to talk about was how... I know I said I think Morrowind is the best in the series, but I also wanted to bring up how Skyrim is um, a really different game than what uh, I think Bethesda is actually used to making. And it's kind yeah. of an, an oddball. And this is what people... I think don't really th- they don't really think about when they play Skyrim because it's so sh- it's it was so pretty and shiny when it came out. Um, but it it really isn't their style of game. It, it has more in line. It's more in common with uh, FPSs, honestly. I consider it. Uh, there yeah, isn't there isn't an, an action attribute- game. Yeah, it's a it's an action game. There isn't an attribute system. Most quests just go one way, except for the Dark Brotherhood quest, which you could actually uh you could that someone gave you an option to just kill all of them at one point um but to me like an RPG is kind of something that gives you a lot of different choices to do to yeah. or a lot of different choices to complete a quest um whereas like Skyrim was very linear and it it's kind of it's frustrating that it turned out like that to me um even though I liked Skyrim it was a fun game I have like 450 yeah, hours played it this played morning. in it it's fun it's just I don't think they'll ever make a game like Morrowind again because of how much time and effort they put into it and the money they got out of it. And I feel like they made Skyrim because they realized they could appeal to more people with a simpler design.
1: Yeah, which is true. And I think that um, they were trying, you know, I kind of feel like those games, too, were geared at the console crowds as well. Like, maybe not so much Oblivion. You could sort of start to feel it, but um Skyrim definitely was like I had a copy of it um before that was like all screwed up and like my interface keys were like Xbox buttons like wait when you PC? open up the menu yeah when you <laughs> open up the menu it's like press tab to you know exit the menu or press enter to oh do this my God. Like, or press r to drop but it was like Xbox buttons yeah. I was like what
0: <laughs> see that's another thing it's really weird that they made that switch, because it was the other way around when Morrowind came out. It was, like, made for yeah. the PC, and then they ported it to console, and it has... Yeah, which...
1: which that's I, where I, I found it, actually.
0: Yeah, and you, and you don't s- seem to have very many complaints about the console version's interface. In fact, you said something, it was easier to select certain things.
1: I felt like... Yeah, actually, I, pr- I kind of do prefer the Morrowind, uh, because... Like I have like a thousand hours in Morrowind on just my Xbox, like <laughs> not counting my PC. That's so, so crazy. So it's kind of weird. Like when I go to play PC, even though I have like, uh, you know, I probably have like six hundred hours of Morrowind time on my PC total. It's like still kind of weird if I haven't played in a while because I'm still kind of into the other mode, and it's just it's just bizarre. Like a Morrowind on the Xbox, a lot of things were easier. Like, the dialogue, I felt like, was easier. Like, you could just blast through things. I felt like um, looting crates and bodies and chests and stuff was a lot easier. Really? On the Xbox? Um, yeah. It's huh. just faster. Like I've micro, never played you know, it, so. Like, I don't know. I guess it's, like, microseconds, so I can't be, like, too much of a snob douche about it, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> right. But... You know, those things add up when you're playing that long, and it's like, I've gone from clicking on every chest and every crate in the game to now just, like, not even opening some chests, because if it doesn't have loot, that's worth it. I don't want to, like, spend the time to, like, move my mouse over there, click on it. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That is the most lazy, laziest gamer ever. (laughs) (laughs) And <laughs> Orwin, I don't know if there's an option to change it, but you have to click on it and then you have to move it to your inventory. Ugh. Oh, yeah. Oh
0: wait, so you can't yeah, and if you take there's no hotkey for take all. That actually pisses me off too. I-, I wish that I could just like hit a button and it would just take all. I
1: think can't... there is a button, but there's not is a hotkey it... for it. There's a button. But what I is don't know it? Is it enter?
0: Like I swear to god I've tried everything and it just
1: <laughs> No, no, like there's an interface button like a menu button uh-huh. and you press it and it's like, take all. But yeah. then you're like, you stuck, like you just wanted that six gold and now you got like the six buckwheats and like the three lichens and the um, five crab meats. So wait, could you just like
0: click something in it and it would just appear in your inventory? Is that how it worked in the Xbox?
1: Yeah. I uh-huh. mean, see, yeah, yeah, just I wish faster, it faster, more intuitive. <laughs> That'd be nicer. <laughs> Yeah, and I felt like certain things were I don't know, it's just it's interesting. I might have to plug it in and and uh play it just to reminisce about it a little bit. But yeah, like all of my first You know what? Scrolls... Actually, that's a
0: good idea. You should plug it in and kind of make a list of the differences so on the next episode we can talk about the differences between console and uh oh, That's a good idea. Cuz on the subreddit actually I on Reddit the Morrowind one, they talk about that a lot. So if you could make a comprehensive list and post it there, I bet they'd like that.
1: Well, there's even differences between, like, I just bought the regular uh, Vanilla Morrowind, and then a year later, I bought—I ended up buying, like, the Game of the Year edition, which also had the Tribunal and Blood Moon uh-huh. for the Xbox. Um, and there were differences even between those two. Like, the, in the regular one that I had, you couldn't see an enemy's health, when you were attacking yeah. them, yeah, that that's uh, um,
0: vanilla. Yeah. <laughs>
1: uh, well, what they else? Were supposed to you, add that with the uh,
0: expansions. But I guess it's a patch. Without
1: there's going. like a few other things about the menus. You couldn't change the difficulty. What? Um, and yeah, it was just like the same.
0: That's pretty crazy. See, I didn't know any of that. Yeah.
1: Not that I ever really messed with it, anyways, but. I, Later on when I got the game of the year edition, you know, Mm -hmm. I was still a teenager and it was so, it made it a lot more fun because I could lower the difficulty a little bit and be able to actually like experience the game's content. Whereas in the regular one, man, like it took me forever to do anything because it was just like, I mean, and I was still learning the game too. And I, I played it for like a full year before I bought game of the year edition. But um, yeah, there's just like a few key things that were different but well, still fascinating.
0: You know, I, something else I, I want to talk about this game is uh, the community behind it, I think, is really great. There's such a strong community behind this game that just, I, they see the difference between the newer Elder Scrolls games, and even, um, well, Oblivion is where they started really nerfing it. But yeah. they, they really toned it down with Oblivion, and Skyrim is just, I mean, it's definitely an Elder Scrolls game. You can do a lot yeah. of the things that you want, um. But compared to Morrowind, in the end, it's it's not, it's not like that. You can't really do as much. And there's a, I just love how there's a strong community that uh gets that, still supports you know? it. Yeah. It gives me hope that someday there'll be a you know one of those Kickstarters where some company just decides they're gonna make another game like Morrowind where it's dice roll, and you know kind of just D and D pen and paper stuff. I really I think that's where the series should have gone personally. Yeah. Uh, um, I don't know. They just took it another route. So.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's kind of strange. I mean, you can't deny that you had fun in those yeah. other games. But, you know, to me and I, what I hate is when you get these people who love these types of games but then it becomes like an us first them mentality. Like, oh my god, I hate that. Like, yeah. I hate I hate so much when I kind of gripe about some of the things that they changed from, like, Morrowind to the other games <laughs> yeah. that feels like, like they don't they didn't need to. Like, to me, it's like, why do they need uh, to have Khajiit and Argonians not have, like, fucked up legs so they can wear boots now? Like, that's just weird. Yeah, or like, the
0: way their faces are more um, human-like. They used to actually jut out and be, like, a feline face. You know.
1: Yeah in Morrowind you couldn't wear closed face helmets. Yeah. It just Like I think you I think you can in Oblivion and Skyrim. Yeah you can. There's um, there's
0: no there's no difference other than the starting like their perk trees, the starting skill of the perk trees. Whereas um, yeah, in vanilla morrowind, if you were an orc, you moved um almost twice as fast as other uh other races because yeah, you're models. an orc. And you're just, <laughs> yeah, you. You know, you're that just had a... to do
1: with the models and stuff too, because, because technically, like, you think about it on paper, and the Bosmer were mm-hmm. supposed to be the fastest, the Wood Elves. Mm-hmm. But it was like the way the models were set up, so the Orc ended up being way fast. Oh, so wait, uh, is it like it
0: was... a bug or something, or?
1: Yeah, they actually patched it in the MSGO.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah, I <laughs> remember reading that. There's a thing for that. I think. Yeah. Um... I leave that checked off, I think, because <laughs> I like it. <laughs>
1: Vanilla fanboy over here. <laughs> um, God, that's great. But, you know, it's just the small changes. And then so many people are like, God, Rhett, gee, you're really getting nitpicky now. And I'm like, no. Like, how weird is it that, like, female Argonians have breasts? No, I, I don't. Is yeah. that in Skyrim? Um, that's weird. <laughs> they're not mammals.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that is weird. It's in, it's in Skyrim. Yeah, they're all, it's, it's because they wanted to kind of, they wanted to simplify it. They knew they could simplify a game and make the same amount of money. They basically, it was less work for probably more money, actually, because they ended up spending a lot on just like yeah. advertising the game. And that sort of thing, people will be like, Oh, well, you're just, so what if they did that? You know, so what if they did this? And it, to me, it's just, it's kind of a way of, Selling out, like they were not appealing to their own audience anymore, especially with their MMO that they released. Like I actually was not happy about that, considering they've said before that they would never make a multiplayer game. They're invested yeah. in the single player market, and that it kind of a hop happy on that the money train on its face because it, yeah. it was just a freaking stupid decision. Their audience isn't inclined towards that, you know. But um, yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed Skyrim. I I like that game, but if I want a true RPG experience, I'm gonna play Morrowind. I'm sorry, there's more to do. You can jump over towns. You can create a potion that gives you five thousand strength. You know, you can just yeah. go like punch. You can go punch a god in the face and kill him in one hit. Like within the lore, you can totally break the the main quest if you want to if that's the character you want to play if you want to make a doomed world that no one can
1: oh, there's no future you want to talk about annoying i hate when you fight like quest specific people in the other games and they just get knocked unconscious like, yeah that what?
0: that was really
1: Fucking bad because bullshit
0: yeah i really hated how you couldn't go to the leader of the stormcloaks and just shout the guy's face off you know yeah <laughs> if this and people are just kind of like yeah that that's kind of dumb and then i explain you know you could have done that in Morrowind. and they'll be like what really and it's like yeah that's that's part of the reason why it appeals to so many people is because they really don't they don't restrict you in anything if you want to break a main quest line go for it you know but and yeah. that's if you want to jump
1: straight into the heart of red mountain and fight dagather go for it
0: <laughs> yeah straight from the beginning you know it's you could literally, if you did it right, you could just like beat the game in like an hour or so, even th- even less, like five minutes. I've seen people do it, but um, yeah, I've seen
1: a speed run the other day that I think was like three minutes and fourteen seconds. It's
0: so dumb. <laughs> 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 uh, that's freaking funny. Well, that's another thing. It's like these are the main differences in, in Skyrim. Like you could find a Daedric item, you go and or you do a Daedric quest, right? And they're gonna give you a scaled item item is going to be scaled to your level so you know if you get it at level 10 it's going to be a level 10 daedric item and when you hit level 30 it's useless you know yeah whereas in in morrowind if you're clever enough you could go this is a spoiler but you can go to caldera you can go to the trader you can pay 200 drakes for a ring that makes you invisible for 10 seconds then go to Ghostgate. go all the way down to the smith who has an almost entirely complete set of glass armor and take it all at level one, and you have glass armor at level one. You know? And, yeah. And that's that's fun to figure out, and you feel like you earned it, you know, because you, yeah. you found this That's the way I've like,
1: always felt about it, because a couple oh, of people were like, stuff. that's gimmicky, and it's like, no, I had to freaking earn this. I had yeah, to freaking figure out how to do that. That's
0: actually a, a role-playing, that's an aspect in role-playing, you know? Like, you you had to be clever and think about it and you know if to anyone who's played dungeons and dragons they know that you know they know that yeah. th- that's something that happens in and a lot oh man we just found this fucking rod of fireball and we're all level 1 that's epic shit <laughs> yeah. you know and it's exciting cuz it before it was so hard like being level 1 in morrow when you're just getting your ass beat by everything and then you find oh, this literally. glass sword, and you're just like, holy shit, I can hit for, like, 2 to 24 damage now. And I have this all this glass armor, and I have 59 armor now. You know? 59 mm. armor rating. So now I can actually go and explore some dungeons without fear of just getting two-shotted by everything.
1: Yeah, or not being able to kill anything. Yeah. Like, I've run into that problem where it's just like, <laughs> I can't do damage. Yeah,
0: god. Especially, like, Adrenaline with low-level rush. iron... Iron weapons, like, you're just gonna... They won't hold up against, like, Daedric things. Daedric enemies. Oh, no, you get shit on.
1: Um, I did a playthrough years ago where I did only melee. Uh-huh. Uh, unarmed attacks. Oh, my God. Talk about tedious. <laughs> there's <laughs> a...
0: I don't know if you checked that on, but there's a thing that adds strength multiplier to your hand-to-hand.
1: Yeah, I, I added it. Dude. I might create a hand-to-hand character.
0: Just wait. Do it, and then just wait till you get to soul's time, dude the fucking werewolves hit, like, buses with that
1: model. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> they, I, I read that. But morning. actually, so, I like, really you like it. might turn them into unstoppable killing machines. It's like, isn't that what there's... I think the the werewolves already hit, like, buses, though, so...
0: Oh, I was okay with it. I went there at level 40, and they I had 400 hit points, and they killed me in three hits. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit. So I had to, like, pull out all the stops. But I did it you know i had to oh, use I every see. spell i, I was had to, like, thinking about it from him. the
1: aspect of i was thinking about it from the aspect of being a werewolf yourself no
0: oh i was thinking of like when you're doing souls time and oh, you fight fuck. a fucking werewolf for the first time with that mod on holy shit <laughs> it's like being level one again that's why i liked it i was like oh my god <laughs> your world just oh, gets that's rocked.
1: crazy <laughs> i didn't even think about that that's all the more reason though to join them so you don't have to fight them the whole time
0: yeah but even if near the end you still have to fight them because scene's gonna send them at you, you know.
1: Oh fuck that guy! Yeah,
0: but like I loved it because it made me have to use like the way to counter it is you use um paralyzed spells like a mass paralysis, but you need magic for that. But if you're by the yeah. time you're level forty, I mean,
1: you should whatever go make a spell.
0: You should pretty much be a badass by level forty, even yeah. though that's not even max level. That's another thing is uh. You could talk about a, the level cap in the game is different. Uh, it works differently than um, Skyrim. It's similar in Oblivion. Actually, I think it's much the same because they have major and minor. And then uh, your the race's attributes, like st- bonuses, affect that. But it'll, the race's bonuses will affect your level is what I'm saying. So if you mm-hmm. pick a Breton who has bonuses to all magic or a High Off that has bonuses to all magic and you put a whole bunch of things that he doesn't have bonus in, you're going to have a higher level. So I
1: yeah, because if you put his specialties, yeah. you're gonna not have as much room for growth. You're gonna cap out a lot earlier.
0: Yeah. So I, I like to do is I, I made a high elf, and I just put a whole bunch of shit there that he has no bonuses. So my max level is <laughs> is 82 and a half. I I don't know. It ended up at the half mark. All the top wow. was 30 and the bottom was 15. So it's it's yeah. <laughs> enough happening out. But I thought it was awesome that I'm gonna have this character that's level 82.
1: Man, that's insane! Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had a character quite that high. I think my my highest character capped out of around sixty.
0: Yeah, um. uh, the highest I've ever gotten is uh, is around sixty also. But that was my character's main. I made a mage, Breton, and I had major and minor as magic. So I like I when I first started level one, some of my skills were like level fifty, which makes the game a whole lot easier to play as a mage, mm-hmm. especially if you get like. Um what is it? The the really good combination with the Breton is the apprentice, because it negates your magic. But you but you don't lose magic or lose magic resistance. Yeah. So it's like you just get a lot of extra magico for really losing nothing.
1: But so um before we get to uh too far along here. mm mm-hmm. Kinda wanted to talk about you know, me, me and Lee have talked a lot about this idea behind this podcast and everything. And one of the things that we really want to be able to do is, is like help forge kind of a community um, and that helps renew interest in Morrowind and helps, um, you know, new players find it. And uh, I mean, for fuck's sake, there's still people who play Dwarf Fortress. Like, yeah. <laughs> you can, <laughs> you can play some Morrowind. Although Dwarf Fortress came out after Morrowind, but the graphics are just like Jesus. Um, yeah. But, um, there's still plenty of people who play Morrowind, but hopefully we find some new ones and encourage them to pick yeah. it up and give it a try. I mean, and, um, go I,
0: ahead. Oh, I was going to say, uh, part of the reason that I mean, you and I were inspired to do this because we were going to that, uh, the subreddit on, yeah. in Reddit about Morrowind and, and the most common posts I saw were, how do I get into this game? I've heard it's really mm-hmm. great because it's such a different style of game. Compared to games that are coming out now, and it's so weird because it's only yeah. it's only ten years old, um, or eleven years old now, but that's how much games have just changed in in those in that t- uh, short amount of time span. That's how much the the genre itself has changed, which is just yeah, it's kind of crazy. So our goal is to kind of get players to see how, um why the game is fun and how to stick with it because it's a long game. It's hard. But I guarantee you, if you stick with the game and play longer, then and this might sound kind of crazy, then twenty hours you'll be hooked. But the the oh, learning yeah, curve sure. is is tough, you know, and that's the main thing. You Let's... just have to stick with your character.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think that's part of like what I why I ended up, you know, because I had played a lot of games before. Like um, one that Morrowind gets compared to a lot is uh, Gothic. Because Gothic 2 came out the same year as Morrowind did. And they were competing um, for awards and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, Gothic 1 and Gothic 2 were like two of my favorite games. Very open-ended. You know, very different from Morrowind. But it was sort of this idea that I wanted to be able to explore everything that was there. And also the games are challenging. And because of that, they're really rewarding. Um, when you figure stuff out. That's kind of how I kept sticking through it. But, um, uh, one of the things that we want to propose to experienced players who are looking to, um, I don't know, refresh the interest
0: in the game. If you feel like you've,
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Lee came up with some interesting aspects on how to add some like RP elements, some, uh, some role play elements to the game. So, you know, that's like what a lot of people do nowadays on the, um, on the MMOs, right? They do like really strict role play stuff and it supposedly makes it fun. I never have done any of that stuff. Well, I guess on Freelancer I have before, but.
0: Yeah, I've um, never done it on any, any other game other than Morrowind.
1: Um, but yeah, Lee came up with some fun ideas on how to generate some quirky characters and do some things that you wouldn't normally do when you play. Cause I don't know about you, but I get kind of s- sometimes stuck in the same trappings of like, here's the way I'm going to start my character. And then I, you know, go straight to Balmora.
0: Yeah. You, you tend know, to do these
1: guild every time. Yeah. You <laughs> like... tend
0: to do the same things every time. So it, uh, what we're trying to do with this is make it so you are forced out of that in a sense. So what you do is you'd roll four traits ranging from a uh, murderer to treasure hunter, you know, and those traits would influence uh, how you the have to you react play. to NPCs and the way you play. So one of them too is a uh, racist, you know, you'd roll. If you rolled the racist trait, you'd roll again to see which race you don't like And which if it's uh let's say it's Argonians. Every time you see an Argonian, you have to walk past them and taunt them at least once, you know?
1: So, <laughs> yeah.
0: In the end, Argonians are just gonna fucking, they're gonna hate you, but it will make your playthrough interesting because the NPCs will start to react to you in certain ways, and maybe you'll just get in more fights than usual and discover something interesting throughout the game. Uh, the murderer yeah. one was interesting too. Uh, we're thinking of adding, you roll murder and then you roll for a trigger word. Um, so some, if someone says something around you, maybe calls you an outlander, which would probably be the worst one to get. You would yeah, because flip... everybody, everybody calls, you, calls you an outlander. You would flaff the handle and just have to kill him, or at least attempt to, you know. Um, another one, another restriction I actually wanted to add. Uh, this is for more hardcore RPG fans, and I I've done it in Fallout, uh, three and Fallout New Vegas, is no, no quick save, and then retrying Oof. something. <laughs> so. If you want to steal oh, well, something, I, I
1: usually don't do that anyways, but
0: If you want to steal something, you got to get it right your first time or end up in jail or pay with gold. You have to do it. Yes.
1: Sort of like what they call like the realistic modes yeah. nowadays. There's no um,
0: no take backs.
1: <laughs> yeah. We have we have a pretty big list of some fun ideas for that sort of stuff and and you can create your character and then simply just like roll for these traits that dictate the way you play, We're all, all self imposed obviously, but um, or if you want, you can even take it a step further and and randomize your character entirely. And uh, we'll include some charts on the website with um how to do that if you're interested, um, in randomizing and all that. But we don't want to be the only ones also in charge of this. Yeah, I think right rightly we kind of want people to um
0: give us their own ideas for traits and things to do like i honestly i we're only two people so we can't come up with everything but i feel like there's some people out there have probably thought of this and have some really interesting ways of playing and it'd be interesting to uh, hear from them
1: yeah we uh i think we have like 27 right now and uh i'll post them on the website and uh i think we'll we'll make a post on reddit maybe even and um sort of highlight all that stuff there and so you guys can figure out how to do it for yourselves if interested obviously you don't have to mm-hmm. but uh, yeah it makes it fun me and Lee both rolled up our characters uh Lee like he was telling you guys earlier he rolled up a high elf and then gave him no um, magic abilities and it raised his level cap like crazy yeah <laughs> um, and he had some really crappy traits. I think oh. me and him both sort of did, but yeah, I think you had the worst ones. That's
0: something I actually I want to talk about is uh, if you do do this and you roll a lot of negative traits like phobias, you know, feel free to not play like that. It's honestly like if you have too many phobias, your character won't really be able to do much in the games. What I discovered, yeah. like my character had fear of heights, so I couldn't levitate or climb cliff faces. Anything that got too high, I wouldn't, <laughs> I couldn't <laughs> do. And I couldn't fast travel. I had fear of fast travel. <laughs> so yeah, I just imagined I had the my fast character travel one too. And sucks. M- one of my main skills was uh, arch or what is it? It's not archery in the game. It's called a uh, marksmanship. So it's like yeah. I couldn't levitate and I couldn't get high ground. So I <laughs> <laughs> that character, I swear. Uh, I ended up uh, actually traveling across the entire continent of Morrowind and back more than once. And I guess the positive side is that it leveled my acrobatics and athletics ridiculous amounts. You know? Yeah. (laughs) Like, I was in in insane shape from doing it. But sometimes that can be a little too um, limiting, especially if the fear of fast travel stops you from doing expansion content. I feel like that's the one you could probably override it with. You know, if you want to go to Mordhold, the only way to get there is fast travel. So.
1: Well, not in Tamriel rebuilt. Oh yeah,
0: <laughs> that, that's something else we should talk about. Is that is uh, Tamriel rebuilt is a project that's mm-hmm. been that's been happening since the game came out. I think it's old. Uh, yeah, but it is. What they're trying to we do can is, get...
1: huh? I was gonna say we can get on that like on another episode if you want.
0: Oh yeah, I'm done. that. are you talking about it now? No, we're like that's... right at
1: forty. 40 minutes or so that sounds
0: good i mean i'm down to record at least two and decide which one is gonna be like our first i don't know if you want this one to be the first episode still or if you think it's good so enough. far
1: i think it's been pretty good okay i don't um, think it's that bad either it doesn't have yeah. to be fucking amazing so nah and we'll get like the kinks will iron themselves out like once we you know that's that's what i meant like you just kind of go for it, and the kinks will sort of iron themselves out, and you'll figure out the direction and figure out the tone. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because, like, one of those things, like, you just kind of have to do it. Otherwise, it, like, never gets done. Um, I think it was, like, me and Kane talked about doing a podcast for, like, a year before. It was like, wait, why aren't we doing this yet? It's easy and free. <laughs> so. But, um. Honestly, I think this is a pretty good length for.
0: Yeah, I thought I thought it wasn't bad first episode. And I've been writing stuff and making a list for the next episode. Good. Like I want to have little passages where we talk about something our character did that we thought was funny.
1: Oh yeah, that'll be fun. And we can start
0: posting every like podcast just on the subreddit too. Yeah. And to get people to listen to it there. So.
1: Yeah. I think that's a good idea. So, um, do you want to have like a sign off or something that we do? Um, we could, yeah. Uh,
0: it's just like thanks for listening to a game at dinner, but I don't know. Well, what do you think we should say?
1: Yeah, thanks for joining us uh, for a game at dinner. Um, you know, and then we should probably um talk about if there's anything we need to talk about. Social media stuff will be important. Um, I can talk about like the email stuff and if you have like a reddit handle that you don't mm-hmm. mind like get giving out yeah or whatever
0: oh, I, don't, um, I don't have a reddit handle yet um but i can just say uh you
1: don't <laughs> you never post on reddit? i do throwaway accounts oh i just like you like post. to be anonymous yeah <laughs> i'm big oh, on that way.
0: but i i'll do it this time so you don't
1: have to if you don't want to i uh, can just put mine but um. yeah I don't know so you could go ahead and, and say like okay. you know the close out and then I can give like social media stuff since I know it all since
0: you know it okay alright everyone that's the end of the show thanks for coming to a game at dinner we'll catch you next time on next week's episode um, where I think we'll talk more about um, just some marwind related things
1: yeah might might talk about Tamriel rebuilt. Uh might talk about our characters. Hopefully you guys have some characters that you can talk to us about. That'd be fun. Um if if you guys want to uh get in touch with us at all. Uh we'll be doing a lot of stuff on Reddit. My handle is um ret is awesome. RETT is awesome. That's <laughs> seriously? It's also how you can get a, you, what? That's seriously? It's my handle that's my handle everywhere. I
0: know. I'm surprised that that you got that on Reddit.
1: <laughs> I also own redisawesome.com. Oh my god! The only place I haven't got red is awesome is YouTube, uh, which really bummed me out. But I have it everywhere. It's like all of my, all of my social media is red is awesome. Um. That being said, that's also my Twitter handle. You guys can talk to us. We do all the podcast stuff over there. You guys can all uh, also um, email uh, our show, I guess, at awesome at airpodcast.com. Um, you guys can follow our Facebook or our podcast network page over on Facebook at Facebook.com/slash airpodcast. And, um, Lee, I don't know if you know this, but we also have a, a voicemail box that people can call. They can chime in, have their voice heard.
0: Oh, that's freaking cool. No, I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, yeah. We get some calls every once in a while, and if they're cool, we play them on the air. Uh, you guys can feel free to reach that anytime, day or night, at 657 Just follow the kindly instructions of the young man over there. He tells you what's up. Um, just make sure that you let the voicemail box know. That your message is for um, a game at dinner, and no other shows. You just do that while talking in your voicemail. You say, "Hey, this is for a game at dinner." <laughs> <laughs> so that way we know, like, you're not talking about something. We're like, "Fuck, which show is that for?" <laughs> but uh, if it's cool, we'll play it on the air. Anyway, I think, uh, I think, I think that's everything. So I guess, yes, uh, Leslie, do you have anything else to add?
0: Um, next episode I'll have uh, my reddit handle up so then you guys can hit me up too um, and we'll also Sweet. be posting the podcasts on the Marwin subreddit so
1: yep so look for it there um, I get, yeah I guess until next time we'll
0: see you at a game at dinner